can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered enough much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Thank you for tuning in one more time to Swamp Ass Uggos here on KZSM.org. I am your host as always, uh, Big Trouble in Little Poland himself, Jordan Pilkington. Mm. Thank you. Thank you very much. And with me as always is Finger Poppin' Lexi Morris. Good evening, San Marcus. And watch out. <laughs> what a disgusting name. God, See, I feel that's like, all you. Oh, that's, that's on you. Definitely on me. I feel like a sinner anytime I talk. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, thank you so much for turning in. How you doing, Lexi? I'm doing. I'm doing well. Um, it is a poppin' Sunday night here in San Marcos. Traffic terrible, um, but the sky, it sure do be nice. It's pitch black outside. I like it that way. All right, you say so. There's a cat across the street that's kind of cute. I kind of like him. Mm-hmm. Would you be opposed to me taking in another street cat? Um. When you have too many street cats... We only have the one. Too many. <laughs> one too many is the full term. The full saying. Yeah. One of them has to grow up. And I, 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 don't, want, I don't want another street cat teaching our street cat how to be more street. That's true. Well, that one looks younger than Fleetwood, maybe. So who knows? Maybe Fleetwood would be a mentor. Well, maybe he could teach an old cat new tricks. <laughs> you know what they say. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, first things first, uh, we have an update to last week's story. Uh, oh? Yeah, so you did a, you did a, a real-life Scooby-Doo mysteries. Um, and one of them was the haunting of the Scratching Fanny. Oh, yeah. Um, about some woman who died and her landlord uh, used the story of her death to, like, sell tickets to, like, his haunted house, basically. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think the landlord killed her. Right. And you said... There's not a chance in hell landlords would never kill their that tenants. That is not. That's exactly what, I what you said. said. Well, uh, as of uh, about a week ago, this was a headline. Uh, police announced the arrest of a 62-year-old man over the gruesome murders of his tenants, Jessica Lewis and Austin Austin Wenner, who were discovered on June 19th. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but on Twitter a while ago, there was a TikTok of uh, people who found, like, a suitcase abandoned on the oh, beaches I, of Seattle. Yeah, I did see that. And there were two cut-up bodies in it. Guess who killed them? Their Lay landlord. landlord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the record, I did not say... I did not say any of that. No, you definitely heard them. They were, mur- <laughs> they were murdered on June 9th. Um, and police were able to arrest the man, uh, Michael Dudley, pretty quickly because he did no cleanup. He oh. just, he left their apartment covered in bullet holes and blood. So um, he could charge them later. Absolutely. But also considering uh, what it's like moving into a new apartment here, uh, cleaning just isn't something landlords do. No. 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 Or putting in cabinets. Mm-mm. Or putting in cabinets, as mm-hmm. we still have not had our cabinets in over a year. Mm-hmm. 
God, our apartment sucks so goddamn bad. Love having a place to live. Love uh-huh. having the bare minimum the, shelter. The only reason that uh, I want our show to succeed, no other reason, uh, is strictly so we can have a following and we can have like an uggo army mm-hmm. to leverage our apartment complex. Right. A union. Uh, yeah, exactly. I guess we could start a renter's union. But no, I would rather uh, leverage my army of Twitter followers mm-hmm. <laughs> against the complex we live in. Uggos assemble. Let's uh. Uggos Let's get some better rates. All right. For for a great low rate, you can... Go online, go to the general. Are we going to get sued for that? I don't know. Who cares? We have zero listeners. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shaquille no- O'Neal, if you're Normally, we don't. Normally, listening. normally we have a pretty good amount of listeners. Yeah. Don't add us like this. There's 12... There's uh, 1,200 There's 12... People there's 12... Standing outside the studio watching there's, live. There's 12 team listeners. We, we caused the... The traffic jam in San Marcos because everyone is just standing in the street listening to the show. Absolutely. Um, tonight, though, we're talking about a favorite ghost story of mine. The Crone of the Catskills. The Crone of the Catskills. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. I love calling women crones, first Ab- of all. Absolutely. Um, no, it's a, it's a story about two hikers who go up to a mountain, but they don't come back alone. And you're going to find out what I mean. Um, so basically, all of the <laughs> they st- have a baby. <laughs> they stayed there for ten months. Oh, that's bad. This is. What if this was just the plot to Brokeback Mountain? I've just secretly concocted this ghost story oh, to man. just be erotic gay cowboy fiction. Mm-hmm. And they find they adopt. They actually adopt a baby. They adopt an old woman called the Crone of the Catskills. <laughs> um, no, but all of this starts um, towards the end of 2015 from a Reddit post on r slash paranormal uh titled mean a friend found this creepy statue while hiking and now strange things are going on anyone know what this is yeah so let me start so last weekend my friend and i went hiking in the catskills and found this really creepy statue while uh fucking around in some caves i'll have to bleep that later it has nails in its eyes and a noose around its neck looks like it might be old I don't think it's been there very long, but it's weird because this cave was way off the trail. Somebody had a fire in here not long ago. Here, let me show you a picture of this thing, Lexi. Um, I posted it on the Twitter, but I don't know if you saw. Um, but it is an old, it is a statue of an old woman who has nails in her eyes with a noose around her neck. It's a very disturbing image, right? Very disturbing. Isn't that pretty creepy to look at? Yeah. Do, do you think that's... I mean, obviously it's man-made, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is man-made. It's yes. not just like some sort of rock I don't know about. Spirits are notoriously poor carpenters, right? Um, yes. Well, actually, it turns out uh, this was just the world's first Funko Pop, <laughs> and they hated it so much they drove nails through its eyes. Hey, hey, you gotta start somewhere. Uh huh. Well, anyway, he goes on to say the statue really wigged me out, but my buddy decided to take it home with him, even though I told him not to. Everyone says there's devil worshippers that come out here to sacrifice animals and do their spells and and whatnot, and I don't want anything to do with this thing. A couple of days later, my friend calls me and tells me that he thinks the statue is haunted because it keeps moving from its spot and he keeps smelling weird stuff. Mm. Says he can't sleep at night because banging keeps waking him up. Now, last night, someone knocked on his door, but no one was there when he opened it, and he super weirded out. He thinks he has a ghost because of the statue. Uh, it might just be a coincidence. But I think he's actually scared. Before we go set the thing on fire, I wanted to see if anyone knows what it is. That's the original post. Mm-hmm. He made a throwaway account. He asked paranormal. You know, whatever. Just wanted advice, right? Mm-hmm. And then he makes an edit. 
Okay. I don't know how long later, but he makes an edit and he says, my friend showed up here at like 1130. He's out of his mind scared. I've never seen him like this before. I'm going to do my best to remember everything he just told me because it was a lot. But long story short, he's sleeping over because something is in his house. Oh, no. Yeah. We found the statue on Sunday, and like I said, I told him not to take it because it gave me bad vibes, but he took it anyway. He's been an atheist as long as I've known him, so when he told me that something was going on, I thought he was just messing with me because I, he knows I like to watch paranormal shows. What started out is just knocks and banging, but he said that by Wednesday, he started waking up in the middle of the night feeling like someone was watching. This kept happening through the week, and every time he'd wake up, he would smell a really strong scent like pond water. He doesn't believe in any of this stuff, so he just ignored it until a few days ago when the statue moved from his desk into his living room. He says that every night since Thursday, it's moved into a different room than where he left it. He thought it was his dog moving it, uh, but his dog wouldn't go anywhere near it. And the dog's peed itself in the, in its house for the past three nights. I'm about to pee myself right here. Yeah, you hate scary stories. I hate scary stories. That's why I wanted to do the show with you, so I could perpetually fear you every week for about an hour and a half. Yeah, this is agony. Uh-huh. Absolute agony. Uh-huh. Man, and we had just watched um, something similar on Are you on, talking on about TV. Avatar, The Legend no, of Korra? <laughs> not Not those spirits. No, oh. there, is, there is some other... I, I, the things that scared oh, me the, the most are box. the haunted. The we were watching the Dybbuk box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyway, last night someone knocked on his door at 3 in the morning, but when he went to open it, there was no one there. His motion lights weren't on, and there weren't any cars in his driveway. He said that he opened up the door to look outside, and that's when he knew he made a big mistake, like he just felt like he shouldn't have opened his door. That's why I made this post in the first place. At that point, I didn't have any reason not to believe him, because... It had gone way beyond a joke, and he actually shouldn't really... Re he sounded really, really fucking scared on the phone. He mm -hmm. kept telling me that he was going to burn the statue because he knows that something followed him home. Anyway, he stayed up all night and then decided to go to the movies and take his mind off of it. When he got home, he said it felt like everything was fine, and he decided to finally go to bed. This is where it gets super messed up. Oh, Buckle man. up, Lexi. Oh, it's worse. Oh, yeah. Th that was oh, all build man. up. He says oh, when he geez. woke up, which wasn't until like 10, it was because his dog was barking like crazy. He said the pond water smell was stronger than ever, and when he went out into his hallway, he saw all these muddy footprints everywhere. Not like shoe prints, but barefoot. All of his doors and windows were locked, so there's no way anyone could have gotten inside. Sitting in the living room was the statue, which had moved again, and he says that when he started to go near it, he heard someone breathing like his grandpa with a tracheotomy. He peaced out, now he and his dog are sleeping in my guest room tonight. I've never seen him this scared, and he even started crying. I have no idea what to do. Oh my god. That's how this story starts. Starts? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> come on. Did you think this was it? I don't know. Oh, Lexi. Oh, you're in for a Man, ride. I thought we were going to talk about this for like five minutes, and then we're just going to talk about our day. No, 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 no. I don't want to care. I don't care about your feelings. This is the that. longest script this. I've written. Oh, great. It's about eight pages. Man. <laughs> and that wasn't including the Reddit post. Okay, okay. I'm okay. ready. It's okay. So, that's how the story starts. <coughs> oh, my God. I should stop smoking. They're here. Um, that's how the story starts, right? Mm -hmm. Enter Greg and Dana Newkirk, the husband and wife team that run the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult. The user, who we'll call uh, Giuseppe, 
Uh, email I'm sorry, say that one more time. Giuseppe. 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 That's what we're going to call him. He doesn't have a name, so I had to give him one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Settled on Giuseppe. You went with the easiest one to say. Yeah. Giuseppe. G-I-U-S-E-P-P-E. Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Uh, so Giuseppe emails the couple after he gets a comment that tells them that they can handle this sort of thing. After a brief back and forth offering the services, they get this email from Giuseppe. Thanks for the advice. Today we went back to my friend's house to get the statue and return it. When we got there, I saw the muddy footprints he was talking about, and the whole place smelled like a dog that had just rolled around in the dirt. His dog wouldn't even come in the house. He went to show me where the statue was when he left. When he last left it, but it was gone. When we found it, it was in his hallway, and there was a big crack in the wall like it had been thrown there. Oh, he swears that he never touched the thing and left it in his living room. We did what you said and explained that we were sorry about taking it, that we wanted to give it back to the cave and asked it what we should do. I don't know if it was that feeling you were talking about, but we both just felt like we should never go back in that cave again. He said it felt like we needed to send it to you. When we were standing in the hallway talking to this thing, his dog started barking like crazy outside, and when we went to see what was going on, we both thought we saw a woman standing in the dark corner of his living room. She was totally naked, really old, and dripping water, and her eyes glowed in the dark. She was hunched over near his shelves. We both freaked out and ran outside, and this was in the middle of the day. Whoever it was wasn't there when we went back in. We grabbed the statue and apologized again, wrapped it in a pillowcase, and put it in a box. He's just going to send it to you. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm, oh, I'm uneasy. Yeah. Save the UPS. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... That's just these guys. That's just the guys who, like, you know, took it, right? Mm-hmm. They send it off to, uh, you know, this mom and pop team. Well, they're, like, in their 30s, actually. They're not that mm-hmm. old. Um, they Yeah, they send it to this this traveling museum of the occult. They're like, you know what? It's your guys' problem now. Mm-hmm. Um, so earlier when I tweeted and I said, you know, uh, what's that pond smell? Is it the witch or oh, is it Lexi? No. Now you understand no, why. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I do also smell bad. You, you need to take a shower yeah, like crazy. Really you shower. threw up so hard last night. Yeah. I wasn't even there just hearing the story. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, and I feel like garbage, mm-hmm. too. You look like garbage. Mm-hmm. No offense. Yeah. I look like that uh, after a night of drinking. I look like that old crone. Just, yeah. just hunched over. Oh, man. Hunched over like, I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till we get I home. I ran and, through the mud. I can't wait till we get home and you get muddy footprints all over our apartment complex. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Would that scare you if I just started doing that? Just leaving muddy footprints yeah. everywhere? No. I, I'd, I'd lose it. Would you? Would it scare you or would it piss you off? Both. <laughs> um, we have carpet. We can't, we can't do that. <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the statue arrived not too long after, and the figure looked menacing, but there was a few things that were a bit confusing about the piece. The most obvious detail was that while the carving itself looked weathered and aged, as did the nails, the rope... The rope wrapped around its neck couldn't have been more than a year old. So the statue's made up of different parts. Mm-hmm. You know, the statue's old, the nails are old, but the noose is fairly new. Okay. So that means that someone found it and put a noose around it and put it back. So someone tried to kill it. Mm-hmm. Or re-kill it. Do you think that the statue originally had nails? I because, don't... Th- I, I mean... I actually don't think so. Because it, c- it could have been the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine, who knows, maybe it's like, uh, um, yeah, ooh, ooh, that's a good point. Oh, ooh, hold on to that thought. Okay. That things get added to it, because when we get to the ending, I want you to remember that. Okay, I'll remember that. 
Mm-hmm. That's my one job. <laughs> yeah, your one job is to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, the same night that they got it, the new Kirks were watching a movie when a loud commotion erupted from their office. Thinking it was their cats fighting, Greg went to break it up. Instead of a feline frenzy, he discovered that their crucifix had been dismembered. Christ had been torn from the cross, his arm left hanging nailed to the wood. The rest of the body had been tossed to the floor across the office. Below the now Christ-deficient crucifix laid the crown. The other two nails could not be found. So it was just the right arm of Christ just like dangling from the cross while the rest of his body was thrown in front of the door. And this is So this is in someone's office? This is in like their office, yeah. In, in the, the couple that mm-hmm. took it. Yeah, down. like in like their home. Like they're in the living room watching TV and they come in oh after hearing a commotion and the crone's here and above it is a crucifix that has been, had Jesus ripped off of it. Okay, so it knows it knows worldly things. It understands. Like religion. It understands the power behind symbols for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually something some people believe in. It's not that Christ is inherently, like, antithetical to, like, spirits, mm-hmm. but it's the belief you put in it right. that makes it powerful. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's another thing that carries... It's like an altar. Exactly, you yeah. You know, that carries that, that weight. Like, if people carry, like, a star of David and they believed in it, it would have the same effect. Mm-hmm. Right, if they believed in it. If they believed in the star of David. They must believe. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and we'll be right back after this. All right. We're back here at uh, Swamp Gazuggos. Again, I'm Jordan Pilkington. And I'm Lexi Morris. And you are listening to KZSM Radio, True Community Radio in San Marcos, Texas. Absolutely. Oh, shit. That was us. Did you miss us? <laughs> it was us the whole time. Um, so that's what that file is. That's what that file is, yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw that we had a... Uh, I forgot that we recorded this station ID, so I wanted to play it and see what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have done it before the show. But sure, sure. There's no time like the present. Imagine if we played ads for our show specifically during our show. Yeah, just during our show. <laughs> that would be so obnoxious. All, all of our promos are like, if you like this, try this. More of this. More of it during yeah. it. Well, I mean, all of our episodes are up on Spotify and... Um, Stitcher. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to get on iTunes and, and iHeartRadio soon. Mm-hmm. And probably Podbean. Podbean's a good one, Stitcher, too. Stitcher, I hardly know her. <laughs> so your mic's off again. Uh, <laughs> um, Every no. time you turn my mic off, I feel like you're physically taking my, my voice. God, I wish I could. Because I start laughing, but I can't hear myself because uh, of the headphones. If I could rip your throat out like Kano from Mortal Kombat, you know I would. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's being serious. <laughs> <laughs> I have murder in my eyes and my heart. Um, no, but after the crowd ripped off Christ and threw it across the room, right. a 24-hour motion-activated camera was immediately placed on the object. Two months go by with nice. no evidence to speak of. But then, uh, between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. on one night, the camera was triggered three times. When the pictures were stitched together, it's clear the crone had been moving on her own. Now, Lexi, I have that video, um, if you'd like to watch it with me. Oh. Uh, let me pull it up right now. I might as well. <laughs> you have no choice, I'm getting so actually. so freaked out that even the the red lights on some of the sound equipment here in the Scare studio you? are scaring me. That's so funny. I'm going to turn the volume off on that, but yeah. So this is the video. Um, and also, if you notice, there's like some like figures that go across the sides of the screen, but I think those could just be bugs. Let me know when it gets to the part where it moves. Okay. 
it's it's frightening. It's a terrifying image. Now it doesn't move by much, but on its own, it does a quarter turn right, a quarter turn left, and then it goes back to the right again. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. There's also like a baby next to it for some reason. Well, they have a, a museum of haunted objects. Right. It's so. just. Um, yeah, they're they're the 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 world of the weird. I mean, in a museum of haunted objects, to have one that's <laughs> s- standing out. You'd be, oh, yeah. something so evil. Yeah. Yeah. It, this is definitely something that um, that stands out with these people. Sure. Oh, also, I should probably mention that all of this information comes from weakandweird.com. Weakandweird.com. That's their website. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I never knew about it. <laughs> So thank you for the information. You're welcome. Are you gonna get any sleep tonight? Uh, no, oh. no. We could have a little slumber party in the, in the living room if it make you feel better. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be staying up all night. <laughs> drinking yeah, apple juice. You're already hungover, which is the easiest like state of mind to fall asleep in, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, I not I, if you're tense. I took that from you. Yes. I've robbed you of your ability to to Man, get fine peace. I could have. I could have astral projected. <laughs> so freaked out right now who knows maybe this will awaken your like spirits you know what i mean maybe your chakras so. maybe my, my chakras <laughs> um but things are quiet again after that okay after that you know blah 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 like which even which isn't even like malicious it's just kind of spooky it yeah it just happens yeah. well it, the fact that it didn't move for what do you say two months two months mm-hmm. well i that's already I thought that was some sort of progress. I know that not everything. Like it had to calm down. Well, yeah, Things haven't even gotten wild yet. The, oh man! Well, it, when it was in Giuseppe's friend's house, mm-hmm. um, it was active. It was very active every single night. Yeah, because those were the people that had taken it from his home. Well, do you think maybe it has just taken time for the the crone woman to to like find it? Maybe or maybe time isn't really a concept to these beings. It's possible. Who knows? Maybe they res- maybe the couple respects it more. Maybe it's kind of like the people that are supposed to take over for me uh, after a shift. You know what I mean? They have no concept of time because they'll show up an hour after I'm supposed to get off, and I still got to be there. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, maybe it was those people. Maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's uh, goddamn Ronnie from Warren. <laughs> anyway, things are quiet again. A few weeks later, Dana asked her husband why he would be standing on the couch wet and barefoot. He naturally said, "Huh." <laughs> I want to be clear. I wrote the script myself. I just, you know, yeah, paraphrase yeah, the things. Yeah, yeah. This is not what their website says. <laughs> hey, hey, honey, why are you standing? Why are you standing on the couch barefoot? Huh? Huh? <laughs> no, but a wet footprint was clearly visible on top of their couch. But he hadn't taken a shower for a few hours. They were gonna say a few days. <laughs> no, he's not you. <laughs> um, there's also a picture. Oh, I forgot to show you the picture of the cross. You want to see the picture of the cross? Sure. So this is what the cross looked like. The broken cross. This is what the cross looked like after. Right. Devastating. Spooky. And this is the wet footprint. Um, It's, you know, just a huge wet spot on the top of their couch. Yeah, for those of you listening at home that are not looking at this picture, imagine exactly... A a footprint footprint. (laughs) on top of a couch that's soaking wet. Mm Mm-hmm. So this crone is the worst roommate. Oh, oh apps. It's worse than our cat. Touching the stuff, touching your stuff when you don't want them to. Breaking things. Get, going into rooms you're not supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Not drying off after a shower. Yeah. That's a big one. Going, yeah. Not drying off after the shower <laughs> and then s- sitting butt-ass naked on the couch. 
unacceptable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if you ever sat ass naked on the couch, even if I didn't know about it, if I found out, mm-hmm. your ass would be grass, Lexi. Oh. <laughs> there would be no way for you to know. Uh, I would not I would not disrespect the couch like that. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I would, yeah. I would not. One of them is too nice, and one of, the, one of them is too uncomfortable. <laughs> so I, would not, I will not be partaking. Not a chance in hell. Uh, Greg writes that after that, for days, the earthy scent of pond water lingered in the house, with an intense feeling of dread and paranoia following it. There was an undeniable sense that something was with us, just waiting for the right moment to reveal itself. Man, why does everybody just know what pond water smells like? Y'all frequenting ponds? You never smelt like stagnant water before? I've never been to a pond. What about like uh, like a lake? Like Mm. a dirty lake? Mm. A riverbed? Nope. I forget you're from the desert where water is a, a luxury for, for the rich. We do not be having yeah, water. You're a, you're a desert woman through mm-hmm. and through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aww. See, I'm from Jersey, mm-hmm. so I'm like this. Oh, you bring it up more. And you're from the desert, so you're like this. Cultural differences. <laughs> Cultural differences. Um, but one night, after the scent of algae and pond scum had become overpowering, the Newkirks decided to have a sit-down with the crone. Lay some ground rules. Exactly. You know what? <laughs> I actually wrote that. I said, you know what? It's their place. It's their rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that crone ain't paying rent. Mm-mm. mm-mm. It's living there rent-free. Just like it's going to live in your it's head rent-free tonight when you're trying to go to sleep. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. You know what? It, it, it is living in my head rent-free. And you know what? Maybe I do support evictions <laughs> because I would not <laughs> like it to be there. Um, according to their website, haunted objects like misbehaving children tend to respond and retaliate to the attention given to them during tantrums, but our usual routine of ignoring the bad behavior wasn't working. We were past due for a sit-down discussion with the crone. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's some good parenting. Yeah, for sure. It really is a little baby. Mm-hmm. We made that joke at the beginning, but now we're just going like, Wah! No, now it, now it is. Uh-huh. Um, you know, old people are kind of like babies. This is like the spirit retirement home. <laughs> Think about it. Okay. Think about how we treat the elderly in this country. Man, I don't treat the elderly. You don't. Anyway, they placed, they placed the crone in their living room and gave it a stern talking to. After all, it was their house, so they were rules. Uh, they said, if we left you with the hikers... You would have found your way into a fire pit or a garbage can. But if you found your way to a priest, you'd be bound and buried, or worse, locked on a dusty shelf for years. We're happy for you to live here, but only if you respect the situation. If you've got unfinished business, we'll help you put it to bed. But if you don't treat us respectfully, you're going in the box. Ooh, now the box, the box, the box being containment units that they had reserved for the most malevolent of objects. The paranormal equivalent of solitary confinement. Which means... It would be a war crime yeah. if they put him in the box. I guess you can't be inhumane to the inhumane. Word. Bars, Thank dude. You. Bars. Um, That's no. why I treat women so poorly. Because they're not they're people. They're not people. And you shouldn't. You should never. <laughs> um, as Lexi is uh, reiterating her dating habits, I'd like to remind everyone that the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of your host or my guest and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. That wasn't me saying that. It was the that crone. That was me doing an impression. <laughs> of the crone? Of the crone. You're so right. The crone disrespects women. Mm-hmm. No, but I they, would never. <laughs> love women. You would never. Respect women. You love women too much, a little bit, finger popping Lexi. Get out. Uh, 
No, but they literally give it the parent talk of like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I put a roof over your head and mm-hmm. this is how you treat me. Mm-hmm. They said, we're going to send you off to boarding school. Can you imagine, that, sending I mean, the, the, a box. imagine sending a crone, a statue with nails through its eyes to, mm-hmm. to boot camp because oh, it's man. misbehaving? Imagine the, the Toy Story world. Uh, of, of the crone of the crone where you know it gets thrown into a box and then mm-hmm. secretly there's another like haunted doll in there and they're like Ugh. what are you in for yeah exactly. <laughs> and it turns like, into Ugh. orange is the new black yeah <laughs> just Sorry, these I, just, I brought the smell of pond these water old just wouldn't stop haunting ghost witchy lesbians just trying to get mm-hmm. through prison together mm-hmm. they've got time they've got time oh <laughs> uh, no, but at the mention of the box, the sound of uh, rushing water came from their hallway. They had recently just had a burst pipe, so the new Kirks rushed to check. But as soon as they left their living room, it stopped. No burst pipe, nothing was wrong. Just the dull thud of the crone falling off the table where they had left her. Hmm. When they returned to the living room, they found the crone had rolled under the TV. As Greg knelt down to grab it from under the TV stand, Danny yelled out and caught the TV from coming down right on <gasps> Greg's head. After a brief shared look of fear, three loud thumps came from the wall, hard enough to shake the paintings. I'm scared. Right? Isn't I'm scary? Scared. Is it? Is it the same knocking? Is it, is it, what do you mean? Is it the crone? It could be. Who knows? Is she there? It's just, you know, they, it's like it was pissed off that it, mm-hmm. it wasn't able to kill Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But they, man, they, they really do respect it. You know? Oh, they're very nice. They're very curious. They're very they're very good foster parents. You can't help someone who doesn't want help, though. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, the crone's had a rough life. You know, it's I'm been sure. in isolation by itself for who knows mm-hmm. how long. People put nails through its eyes. Mm-hmm. They tried to hang someone it. Someone tried to kill it. Someone threw it at a wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's understandable for it to act out a little bit. Wait. But if, I mean, if someone threw it at a wall in the house before... Well, I guess it threw itself at the wall, actually. Yeah. <laughs> either Either that withered woman is trying to collect that doll mm-hmm. and has their own beef with it mm-hmm. or that that is it, the crone it, it threw itself at it yeah mm-hmm. i think it, i think the woman they saw is the crone i don't know who else it could be i don't know it's, it's the landlord <clears throat> coming to it's collect oh <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the box she went oh no mm-hmm. that's more or less you know the worst parts of it lexi i don't want to okay. scare you too okay bad. Um, but I think that's pretty intense. That is incredibly intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Fleetwood, our cat at home, would do the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he would knock something under the TV, and then as soon as we go to get it, he would just try to push it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to brag, but we got pretty big TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty goddamn proud of that thing. Shit, we got it for a steal. It was like it was like two hundred dollars oh, for man. for like a sixty inch. Man, we don't know why someone opened that box and then returned it, but we got such a deal. Such a it's a steal. Steal. We saved like nine dollars. Oh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> we, I can't wait till it breaks on us in a month. We bought a TV at Best Buy, and we we in our heads thought we got this amazing deal. And looked at the sticker, and it was really just like a nine dollar. It was like a nine dollar. <laughs> That was bullshit. <laughs> that was such bullshit. How you doing? Hi. There are very few people walking by, Lexi. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can see us, clap your hands. They're gone. They're so gone. I miss them. 
those were the that's uh just a few of the twelve thousand people that i said are standing outside the mm-hmm. studio listening to us live yeah i'll be sure to put your number out in the window so anytime a cute girl walks by you can just point at it <laughs> what you really should put is our email our ugly swamp stories and email <laughs> mm-hmm. um so anyway, so the crone became one of the few items that was not on public display during their museum tours. The terrible smells went away, but the feeling of an unearthly pleasant presence never left. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, in an occult museum? <laughs> Who would have guessed? Whoa, what are the odds? Do you think that like that's ever a problem for them? Is that like something, they just feel weird and they have to like go through all their items and be like, is it you? <laughs> What what's the problem this week? They have to have Marie Kondo come in, <laughs> come in to reorganize the haunted museum. She would just hold up every single thing in that object and go, "This does, this not, is, bring this does not bring joy." This does not bring joy. That's you this entire episode, really. You're holding a little doll saying, "This does not spark joy." Yeah, maybe they just maybe they just need to redecorate. You know, mm-hmm. get, get a little bit of feng shui. Just throw everything out. Going on in there. Yeah, start making piles. You mm-hmm. know, make piles. I can't believe that before that crone doll was there, mm-hmm. you could walk into the room and be like, without Man, an unearthly great. presence. <laughs> yeah, that kind of surprises me is that they didn't have a, a feeling of a presence before this. Mm-hmm. You saw that doll in that picture. Yeah, that's a spooky doll. I just freaked out because I felt like a, a draft on my leg. I don't did know you if think you saw it was? I, I did. I saw oh, you. Man. You jumped so jumped. hard, dude. If someone knocks on the door right now, you would piss your goddamn pants. Oh, fans. absolutely, absolutely. Oh, it's gonna be so easy to scare you tonight. God, you're not going to stand a chance. I'm so frightened. I need me. to watch La La Land. <laughs> Is that your comfort movie? <laughs> it's my comfort movie. Um, you know, when I was a when I was a little baby Jordan, um, whenever I was because I went to Catholic school, whenever I was afraid, I would just sing Ave Maria to myself. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah so I start singing. Um, another day of sending. <laughs> another day of sun. <laughs> Or uh, a modern, a modern major general. <laughs> I am the baby model of a modern major general. That's your go-to comfort. <laughs> yep, it comforts me. It's better than a Hamilton. I feel like that would scare you more. Man, I had my shot stuck in my head for no reason when I was uh, earlier today. When I, you know, was in- incredibly hungover mm-hmm. and was trying to like lay down without being tense because I just mm-hmm. gotten off the couch and went to my bed. You went off a couch, drove home, went to another couch. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, can't do this. Got to <laughs> get in bed. And so I'm trying to lay down. But the haunting verses of my shot from Hamilton kept me up for no reason. Ooh, I'm going to buy Hamilton Funko Pops and nail nail hammers through, <laughs> nail, nail, nails through the eyes. I feel an unearthly presence. presence. Every time I look at the lip bite of Lima Miranda. <laughs> Did you find the one I hid for you? You hid one for me? Yeah. No. Oh, man. Oh, um, just I'm for scared. people listening at home, so there's a picture of uh, 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 Lin Manuel Miranda, a uh, terribly annoying actor, director, superstar sensation, Lin Manuel Miranda, of him biting his lip and staring at a camera. And Lexi thought it would be so funny. It is to cut out ten pictures and hang them all around the apartment so that they would scare me in hidden places. They're very hidden. One time, I, I opened the Lysol bottle to throw to to wipe you something. You found that one. I found. Well, yeah, the bottle's gone. Oh, <laughs> I used them all. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that one. Um, I put one in the microwave, and you never found it. Oh, I don't use mm-hmm. the microwave very often. I thought you did. No. Huh. Now that we got a kettle. I guess you don't have to. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love cold food. 
mm-hmm. uncooked. The fact that you don't warm up your pizza bothers me to no end. Haters gonna hate. Anyway, so they still are. they still brought the Crone on tour, <laughs> um, and it would be brought out for brief presentations. Crone World Tour. Mm-hmm. Visitors would describe feeling a burning sensation in their eyes, as if the Crone were telling them to look away. Psychics and sensitives in particular have the most visceral reactions to the crone. Sensitives. So, that's such a funny sensitives. word for, for people that are like psychically like yeah, talented. Yeah, sensitive, sensitive to um, spirits. Sensitive I'm, I'm, to being I'm a guessing. F- freaking pussy. <laughs> uh, uh, some believed that it was created as a vessel for inhuman spirits. Some believe it was a curse intended to bind and kill an unlucky victim. April Slaughter, a gifted, sensitive, and medium, which is a dope-ass name for a psychic, uh, believed that whatever is attached to the crone is an it, not a she, and that this particular vessel and cave was used several times over the course of many years. Okay, respect to the pronouns. Absolutely. The purpose wasn't always the same, but the carving and the entity attached to it was. This would explain the mismatched age of the carving, nails, and rope. April also mentioned that whatever was contained within the crone knew she could see it and explain its purpose, and the entity was not happy about it. Oh. They didn't, they didn't want to be understood? Mm-mm. They don't... Spirits don't like being figured out, because, like, if you know their name, you have power over them. Oh. If you know their intentions, if you know, their, you know what they're capable of, mm-hmm. you have power. Dang. Knowledge is power. Knowledge. 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 <laughs> Here are my seven cat skills. <laughs> Out here in the yeah, Catskills. <laughs> How many crones do you have in your crone account? <laughs> How many nails in your nail account? <laughs> um, it's easy to see that someone focused a lot of time, energy, and intent into the creation of the crone. It was carved by hand with a very specific purpose in mind. Every rusty nail received a mental command as if it was hammered into the figure's wooden eye sockets. The noose around its neck was tied with a hidden desire in mind. As Greg writes, my personal belief is that the crone was created as an attempt to summon the spirit of a local witch for purposes unknown. That sounds like the ghost. That sounded like the crone. Was that someone's car radio? That was someone's car radio. It was just driving my... (laughs) It sounded like a ghost. So he writes that he thinks the thing was to spirit a witch. Um... The location of its discovery, coupled with the specifics of the carving creation, lead me to believe that someone was aiming to commune with and contain a particular spirit. Bogwitch. Bogwitch. The Bogwitch. I think that's pretty cool. I, I mean, it's, it. If I wasn't so freaked out, I would. I think I would like it a whole lot more because it's it's cool that they, yeah, you know, came at it with intentions. Mm-hmm. The fact that they could make it a, a vessel yeah. used multiple times. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the fun thing about spirits, Lexi's. They can't hurt you physically, only spiritually and mentally. That's all I have. That's why they can't hurt me, because I'm already so freaked up in my mind. <laughs> Your twisted mind? My twisted mind. You think you can hurt me? <laughs> welcome, welcome inside my twisted mind. Welcome to the mind. Thunderdome. Uh, another psychic also believed that the crone was associated with the Babylonian god or spirit, Marduk, the being of 50 names. The being of 50 names. I looked up Marduk. John Jacob. Jingleheimers. I looked up Marduk. He seems like a, like a bit of a poser to me. Um, he's so. the, the jack-of-all-trades, the master of none. Because mm. it's just a spirit that you can invoke in rituals that, like, it's like, uh, I want better farms, or I want 
peace in my in my mind mm-hmm. and there's like different summoning so words. there's like a catch-all kind of yeah speech. kind of a loser if you ask me mm. um Anyway, the story begins to wind down as the Newkirks add the crown as just another piece of their museum. However, on a 24-7 live stream they had for the crown, a voodoo coffin nail that was uh, uh, placed on the crown can be seen being flicked off mm. with no no one touching it. It was placed on it? It was like leaned up against it. Hold on. I have when that. They challenged the crown? Basically. Here's a gif of it. Hold on. Love that there's a gif of uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wait, wait for it. There we go. So you see the nail on the on the crown? Wait for it. Wait for it. Do you see it move? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You it, know, because nails can't just fall. I'm kidding. I'm so scared of it. No. <laughs> I'm so scared. Well, because it doesn't fall like, you know, just like to the, like, down. It, like, goes to the, to the, right, the side. To the right, yeah. to the right, to the right. To the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. Now oh. kick. Yeah. Oh, here was an update that was added to the story um, after that article was published. Mm-hmm. Um, remember those nails that went missing from the crucifix? Yes. Uh, well, a friend and a longtime viewer of their show said that she had a terrible dream that the crone had dropped the nails removed from the crucifix into Greg's throat. Oh, my God. Which sparked his memory. It, ca- it created a connection that he had terrible stomach pains for a week the night after that happened. Oh to the point goodness. that he, like, almost went to the hospital. So do you think it did? I think it's very possible. And with that, we'll be right back. Hey, San Martians. Read any good books lately? Read any bad books lately? Any books you'll never forget? Any books you want to fling directly into the trash? Whatever you've been reading, or not reading, join us Tuesdays 4 to 6 for Bookmarked. All about books and reading in San Marcos and the world. Welcome back. I am so scared right now. <laughs> I've never been more scared. Uh-huh. We have so many loose screws in our apartment. Oh, so oh, dude, the one of the the bars that hold the legs of our chair together just fell out while I was sitting on it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that, the crone. Yeah, that one. It's the, it's the goddamn cat that we let into our that stupid Mm-mm. street cat that I took in off the streets. No. Our cat does parkour. Um, he makes the, the chair slide so hard when he mm-hmm. jumps on it. Anyway, are you ready to hear the end of the Crone Saga? Yeah, I'm ready for this to end. I'm ready for this to end (laughs) for 40 40 minutes. minutes. Um, October 2018. Two full years after acquiring the Crone, the Newkirks had finally found what they believed to be the cave that Giuseppe and his friend had found the Crone in all those years ago. Because that's what they tried to do originally. They Mm -hmm. tried to, they they looked for the cave, but the Catskills are a huge mountain range. Um, and, you know, those guys didn't know where they were because they were off the path mm-hmm. so far. And he couldn't find, he couldn't talk to the guy again. Right. Uh, where where are the Catskills? Uh, what region? They're like East Coast, I think. Catskills. Yeah, they're in New York State. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, but, you know, he was never able to get back in uh, uh, contact with Giuseppe after he had sent the package. And since he used a throwaway account on Reddit and created an email to contact the guy, mm-hmm. made it a little hard to track. Right. Um, but they found a location in the Catskills that they believed to be near enough for their plan to unbind the artifact from whatever spirit was in it. Um, this wasn't a part of the article. Spirit unbinding. This wasn't a part of the article. I I found this separately on, like, their personal Facebook page. Mm -hmm. They called it, what did they call it? They called it, uh, 
Operation uh, Free the Crone or Operation End the Crone or something like that. Yo, Free the Crone. They didn't do anything wrong. Hashtag Free the Crone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first, we got Bobby Shmurda out of jail. <laughs> and next, we're getting the Crone of the Cats. We're unbinding the Crone. This week, we are going <laughs> to unbind the Crone. Uh, Greg writes As a hundred witches across the country began a coordinated ritual. <laughs> Dana cast a circle around our workspace and we performed a grueling all-night process to unbind and reverse a curse using a volatile ritual artifact named the crone stolen from the very same mountains two years earlier as our focus. We managed to perform this task while strange and upsetting visitors crept to the edge of our camp attempting to distract us from the process. He threw Giuseppe right under the bus. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, after these thieves, these these cheats stole her from her home. Great. Which, true, from a perspective. Well, sure. But also, it's a cool little knickknack you find hiking. What, are you supposed to not take it? I mean, would I? No. Because <laughs> you're a coward. I like taking little sticks home. It is, it, in a, a way, sm- it's a little, little stick. smooth little rocks. No, not something deliberate. Not <laughs> something with nails in it. What if you need them? What if you want to use some, some, some nails? Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got nails. Okay. okay. All right, <laughs> All right. Don't come at me acting like I don't How you have doing, a bunch Mr. of nails. Hi. What's up, my guy? How you doing, What's going sir? on, my guy? That's a cool backpack he's got on. Um, true community radio. True community radio here in KZSM.org. <laughs> um, oh, man, I wish the plague wasn't happening so we could just invite strangers to come Oh, the yeah, show. man. The plague has really put a damper. We put a damper on things. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, for, for all those... those Wander, wanderers, all those passerbys, vagabonds on, on the streets. Yeah, pa- pa- pass by the KZSM studio and give us a little spook. Tap yeah. on the glass while we're, while while we're filming. Please don't do that. Make me wet. Please hands. do not do that. Yeah, um, do that. Anyway, so they unbound it and then they covered it in a in a in a mold, basically in a wax, mm-hmm. and then buried it in a way to like disturb the spell mm-hmm. that they had on this thing. Um, so oh, anyway. no, quicksand. <laughs> the artifact's been buried. The curse and the crown are gone. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. That's what I wrote. Right. Um, <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. Who knows? Um, but no, I found this on their Facebook post, and he just mentions that he had a group of 100 witches right, do a spell for him with no lead-up. It's just, yeah, we went to the Catskills to bury this uh, witch witchcraft that we found. Mm-hmm. We had 100 witches. Uh, our army of 100 witches across the nation were, co- were working on a spell. He also guy must have an interesting contact book. Oh, for sure. He says that he said it was. <laughs> he said it was one of the most powerful spells <laughs> ever been performed. Good for them. And it has the same energy wow, as like those really those baby TikTok witches that were like, "We hex the moon." We hex the moon, man. Y'all stop hexing the moon. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So remember how you're like, well, it seems like you know different people left something on it to right. try to get rid of it. Right. First it was nails, then it was a noose. Now they coated it. They put a mold around it so no one would know what it, excuse me, what it was. Mm-hmm. I think we should take a trip to the Catskills and try to find it. Oh, I think that's a terrible idea, and I'm not going to do that. I think that's a great idea. Um, oh. I would rather um, shoot myself in the foot. Prove it. Four Prove times. it, coward. Uh, source for that. You got a source on that. You had a source on that, buddy. Doing that? Um, I would rather hypothetically um, chew my own arm mm. off 
and then with my severed arm just starts just just slap myself mm-hmm. well as as you mentioned earlier in the show you are afraid of haunted objects right so what i've done is i've gone on ebay and i've looked up paranormal haunted objects for sale mostly dolls uh, but I found a Dybbuk box. That's not too bad. It's only about 40 bucks. Oh, wow. I might place an order That's on that. That's so crazy that you've been looking up uh, haunted objects. I've been looking for a new roommate. I knew you were going to say that, yeah, you I've piece been on, of shit. You know, uh, Craigslist. Uh-huh. Uh, anyone will do. <laughs> I'll take anyone at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, uh, I was going to replace you with uh, uh, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to let that sopping wet naked woman <laughs> live with yeah, me. I'd rather live with the crone of the Catskills <laughs> than have to hey, hear as you long sing as, as long as she La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to find like haunted objects for sale right now. They're all dolls and like dolls, are, I don't, they're not that scary. Even if they are haunted. To you. To you. Yeah, I just don't I be- think it's incredibly scary. Well, I don't, I believe in a lot of things but I don't believe in dolls. You don't believe in them? I don't think they're I've real. I've got news for you, buddy. Dolls exist. No, I don't think that's true. I don't think you can prove that. Ooh, here's a haunted chair. That, buddy. I found a haunted chair. Okay. Uh, How's it not, haunted? It's not for sale. Well, there's, there's a ghost in it. Oh, in it? So, so we can't sit in it, so it's a useless <laughs> it's, chair? It's kind of taken, yeah. The seat taken? Yes. Darn it! <laughs> Oh, what a real conversation starter. You know, they say that you need to have one thing in your living room. To, that as a conversation, a conversation starter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haunted objects, a great way to start a conversation. Absolutely. What is our conversation starter? Is it that uh, vintage lesbian smut you hung up in our living room? I don't, I don't know if you would call it that. A conversation That's a res- starter? A respectable piece of art from the Kyle flea market. Uh-huh. Ooh, uncommon objects. That's a website. Uncommon objects. It's just called it's uncommon. Just, it's just objects. one super long slideshow. <laughs> no, it's all pictures. No. Oh, they're in Austin. Very cool. I don't know. It's a one of a kind emporium of transcendent junk. I bet they're common. Twenty four antique cellars under one roof. But you didn't know that. What a sitcom. <laughs> Oh, God. How do they afford that big apartment? Oh, that sounds so so pretentious. Everyone everyone always thinks their workplace would be like. Oh, imagine if there was an office of this. Mm-hmm. Imagine an antique store office. <laughs> All of them are Creed. Isn't that what Prairie Home Companion is? What is what? Isn't that isn't that the show Prairie Home Companion is it's just showing off things that you'd find in an antique store? Man, you better believe I don't know what that is. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, my best friends growing up were my grandparents. So. <laughs> Yeah, so you I watched, watched a lot of old people's shows. Outdated stuff. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I, my, my grandma's house. She, she says often that there are spirits in the house, but that mm-hmm. they're family spirits, they're friendly spirits. So I, I have like the faintest experience of of feeling presences, mm-hmm. um, presence, um, in the house while sleeping over and things like that. Right. And even though they're supposedly family ghosts and friendly spirits, still ghosts. Oh, you, you know. Falling asleep is impossible. Have you ever watched the show Pen Fifteen? No. Oh man, there's a there's a, a recurring there's an episode. Oh, I, plot. I joined the club though when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> I was actually well, it was Pen Fourteen before I joined. Hey Lexi, uh, spell Pen Island. <laughs> I'm not gonna do okay. it. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> no, there's an episode of Pen Fifteen where she like learns how to masturbate, but the the ghost of her grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> 
is like haunting her. Oh my god! So she's embarrassed. Is that like a plot point? It's like a, a whole episode of the show. <laughs> Man, it's a good show. It's funny. I assume it's good. I yeah, mean, Raven likes it a lot. So good for her. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she um, can enjoy it. Oh man, technically, um, Pen Fifteen is. We're done with the story. We're just filling time right now. Yeah. Um, technically, Pen Fifteen is a period piece, and my girlfriend has a very specific way of <laughs> of viewing uh, period pieces. Um, we <laughs> we're watching this werewolf movie, and then we find out that like there's like a prequel that's like set like a hundred years in the past, mm-hmm. but they have like the same actors playing like their ancestors. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because it's set in the past, she's like, "Wait, how did they get back in time?" How did they travel there? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, this is a time travel movie. <laughs> and there's a trailer for the show called Lovecraft Country, which is uh, set in the 50s. But there's a woman holding like like a compass or like an astrolabe, just like some device. She's like, oh, that must mean that there's time travel involved. <laughs> like she doesn't understand that uh, something's set in the past. You could just, yeah, that's just it's the just, present time It's just there, yeah. God, how did they get back to 2004 and Pen15? <laughs> you're just watching any old movie. You're watching like... <laughs> watching Band of Brothers? You're, like, you're watching Andy Griffith show. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're like, whoa, but when did they get to the portal? <laughs> <laughs> They're always talking about how, what it means to be a father and a good friend, but... Um, Where's the, who are where's they the time portal? <laughs> uh, she's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm in trouble for that one. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so let let's say hypothetically, oh, you were in the uh-huh. Catskill Mountains uh-huh. and you found a what are we what are we calling it? The crown. The doll. The doll. The artifact. The statue. The artifact. Let's see. <laughs> hypothetically, you're in the Catskill Mountains. Uh huh. It's snowing. You're with your buddy, best friend in the whole world. You find a doll. It looks you out. Would you say? It is a good idea to take it home, to make it part of your family. So we agree that it is a statue. <laughs> so if you follow the line of logic mm-hmm. that this statue is haunted, and that it is a vessel, would you say that a lot of people have been inside of it, and so that makes it a, a whore, for lack of a better word? Yeah, how, do you think Ben Shapiro would talk about the crown of the Casco's wet-ass P-word? The wet-ass... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not pond water, guys. Mm-hmm. I got bad news for you. <laughs> that's not what you smell. Uh, uh. Is that, the, is that the dirtiest we've taken the show? Mm, I, so far. So far. Talking about the scent of pond water being this old witch's just dirty vag mm-hmm. smell. I regret a lot of the things I say on this show. I haven't regretted a single thing. Because um, I don't want anyone to, to think that true. I, I re- believe any of the words that I say. Uh-huh. That way you can't be held accountable when you oh, apply yeah. for jobs in the future. Yeah, whenever we say that the the views... <laughs> that we share are solely the uh, opinions of myself, my, the host, the co-host, and are not shared by um, KZSM or our... It's governing body, SMTXCRA. Right. Whenever we say that, it's like, and the views I express are also... Also not my not own. My own. <laughs> In fact, this head is what you would call empty. <laughs> There's been nothing in here. Well, if I if I have no thoughts, mm-hmm. I don't think of anything scary. So I can just think of nothing at all. That's so I'm funny. Hey, do you want to watch that video of the uh, statue moving again? No, I can. I have it pulled up right here. I would really prefer not to do that. No. Oh, hey, that's the that's the that's the nail. <laughs> oh man, this thing looks cool. I think we should get one. 
No. I legitimately think that would be a good idea. Okay. Well, let's let's say hypoth- let's say hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Um, you died in a horrific mm-hmm. way. God, I hope. I can only hope. Right. Not in a boring way. Uh huh. In a cool way. In a cool way. Like I was like smoking. You <laughs> lung cancer <laughs> in a cool way. Um, now let's say you're you look very cool. You're mm-hmm. wearing sunglasses and a bomber jacket, mm-hmm. and a samurai, a rogue samurai comes. A ronin. Yeah, let's say a ronin. Let's say oni. Uh huh. Time travels, and uh, cuts off your head and your and your arm mm-hmm. in a diagonal. Right. With one, yeah, one, one sword stroke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the arm with your tattoo. He so cleaves my body in, in, in twain. Yes. So no one can, no one even knows that it's you because mm-hmm. your tattoo is gone. Uh-huh. That's the only way people would know it's you. Mm-hmm. And you have to communicate with the police to tell them. I've been murdered. That you've been murdered. Mm-hmm. So you have to take control of an object. Mm-hmm. What object do you think you could take control of? <sighs> Me specifically, it'd have to be like an abandoned or like an, like a, a used toilet paper roll. Oh my god! Like that's just empty. A used toilet paper roll. Yeah, like once Why all the toilet paper is gone. Gross. Use it, put it back. Yeah, once all the toilet. Also, thank you for uh, acknowledging that my life will end at the hand of the blade. Because like, you live by the sword, you die by the, the sword. sword mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on a farm somewhere after I've 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 left my life of violence behind. Mm-hmm. I've started a family. Mm-hmm. The samurai comes, they find me after my, my life in exile, cut me in twain. You're, you're living um, in the uh, the very beginning of Avengers Infinity War. You're just, uh, what's his name, Hawkeye? Mm-hmm. He's like, just lives on a oh, farm. Oh, just had, yeah. Yeah, just doing normal farm stuff, mm-hmm. and then suddenly. Suddenly, I've my whole life's been taken away. Yes. Yeah, instead of watching my family die in front of me, I get to, get to die in front of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a twist. It's a twist. Um, but no, I think I would haunt a toilet paper roll. I think people expect that from me. Do you think people would be scared of that? It could be. Because if I, look. Ooh, I would haunt them because whenever they would roll it, I would roll it back up. And they would know oh, something's up. Interesting. And they'd be like, oh no, what's this trying to tell me? <laughs> oh God, these toilet paper rolls. What's wrong, just... toilet paper roll? Man, I've I, I haven't been going through toilet paper rolls as much since Jordan's been gone. <laughs> oh, this must be a sign from him. It'd be so funny if I had to get a, a a new roommate, um, and then you haunted a toilet paper roll, and I just kept getting mad at the roommate. I was like, you keep leaving this around. Stop it. And stop writing in blood on the walls <laughs> to avenge you. What are you talking about? I think we're gonna end the show here. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um. Uh, email us at uglyswampstories@gmail.com if you have a story you'd like to hear or an unexplainable event that's happened to you. And with that, have a good night. You want to say good? No, okay. No. With a key, one lock a door to imagination. Be 
Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sight, a dimension of sound, a dimension of mind.